What's up, everybody? Uh, it's Addison Hildebrand again, and I am with Jessica Bennett. Hey, y'all. And for everyone who doesn't know, she's actually my fiance. <laughs> yeah. And I so love we, this guy. we always spend time together, and um, we actually create a podcast of our own as well. But yeah. today she's joining me because she is a super good dancer, and she has. You started dancing when you were five years old, yes. right? Yes. Well, technically. That's when I had my first partner. Technically. I was dancing with my dad since I was two. Since you were two. Know, but five so she, is when I started. She's dancing. been dancing for 25 years mm-hmm. and has a ton of experience. Um, both of us, we actually started up a dance hall together. She's the head instructor, and she's reached a point that she wants to escalate to another level, and we want to talk about that today. Yeah. And hopefully talking um, and interviewing Jessica will help you guys with your businesses of how you can take your business to the next level and, and help even more people. So yeah. tell, tell us about yourself, Jessica. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my name is Jessica Bennett. I'm engaged to Addison Hildebrandt. Love to dance. I love learning about people and relationships, and I love lots of things that are creamy. So I like cheese. I like ice cream. <laughs> I like you know, those super creamy soups. You know what I'm talking about? Oh man, I love those things. If it's creamy, I like it. Um, I just discovered that actually at oh, my right. bridal shower. Yeah, I was like, what is my favorite food? I like creamy. That's really cool. Um, what else about me that you want to know? Oh, I have a very, very strong belief in God. Um, I think that the most important thing in life is families. And, um... Maybe I could also ask you, why are you starting this business? Oh, that's good. That's a good Thank you for doing that research. Sorry about that. Um reasons why. The first reason is that I love to dance. <laughs> I love to dance. And so, and any excuse I have to dance, I take it. And so, since all of us get to choose what to do with our time, and I've learned that I actually do get to choose what I do with my time, I'm going to choose dance. I love it. Um, the second thing is, about business. I've, I've really enjoyed learning about business and it's only been the last little bit that I've started to learn about business. And so in order to apply it, one of the things you got to do is apply it to your passion. And since I love dance and I'm learning about business, this is now my business, dance. Um, and the third reason. That's really cool. Thank you. So those are, those are two reasons that I, like, that help me personally, why I want to start a business. But the third reason is, oh, oh, a little caveat on that last one, that it's business, learning about business. Um, My fiance, Addison here, loves business. And so in learning about business, it was one of the things that brought us together. And I don't ever want to stop because I think, um, I I could recommend every relationship. If they could could run a business together, you learn so much about the other person. And I don't want to ever get lost or left behind in the story and what he's learning, what he's experiencing. 
and so if I get to be a part of or run a business, then I then I understand what he's saying when he talks about business. Um, and and just to let you guys know, Jessica is probably the best marketer that I've ever met. <laughs> She's super talented at connecting with people and understanding where they're at and how to get them to the next stage and really focusing on on helping people rather than just giving them a product and can i share one other thing about you she was the number one salesman at her at her previous uh organization the company that she was with (laughs) on on selling dvds over the phone so she has a lot of experience um with sales and with marketing and so that's a little bit about Jessica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I like that you remembered that. That's really fun. Um, oh, my third reason. My third reason. And this I've come to learn you've got to have in order to sell anything. Oh, man, I believe in, I believe in it. Meaning I've discovered, I've discovered how anyone can dance. How anyone can can take this, these little steps, these little techniques that I've found about dancing, do them, and they can dance. And and if I can get that out to everybody, and and dance is dying. It's it's becoming a performing art. It's becoming like a movie that that you only see. You, you can't be in very many movies, and so that's what dance is turning into. It's just a performance. If people talk about dance studios where people go to become pros, but the but just it's not for the average show. Right, old-fashioned mini dates that we call a two that we call a dance in two minutes where you get to um, express yourself with another person. You know, ah, oh, it's just it's getting lost, and you, and you go to any kind of dance where they're gonna dance together, and they they're not dancing together. We dance in groups or. We circle around people, and and you have to be extremely good in order to get in the middle, or or just really really loved, yeah. so that you feel confident to get in the middle, even if you look like a dork. <laughs> That's those are actually really fun. But um, the dance is being lost, and so I would like to get it back. I want people, everyone, to feel like one they can dance, two experience what it feels like to dance it's it's incredible an expression of self a connection with another person and three we're all getting tired of dinner and a movie i think i've said one two three a lot of times but everybody's getting tired of that and we want to connect with the other person we want to have a memory with them and music brings memory so if you can if you can create a memory by dancing with someone to a song that you love, man, it sticks with you so much more. It's it's really fun to learn with someone too. So if you can learn to dance and then you would dance with them, oh man, I would I would love to get that to everybody. So you can really tell how passionate Jessica is. <laughs> she really wants to get dancing out into the whole world of everybody. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, I'm sure you guys are like, man, I want to start dancing. Well, maybe you could tell us quickly um, how... Maybe a little bit about your backstory, um, just getting to the point where you are right now with with oh, your yeah. business specifically, um, and talking about uh, how how you've grown, and then maybe explain throughout this podcast where you've been, 
where you are now and and the majority of it we can talk about where you're going and and we can talk about how to get where you want to go okay cool it's okay yeah especially if you ask me those questions again because when i get talking about it i'll forget because i get excited um but how i got to where i am right now um i my parents met country dancing and my mom had a dream to open a dance place and to create dance educational videos it was it was right when VHS had just come out, and so um, people were making home workout videos, and they were making all these different take-at-home stuff, yeah. so my mom actually did create a take-at-home video, and then... Um, she actually created the video. She did. She created it. I grew up watching it. Um, she just didn't know how to get it out yeah. to people. She didn't know how to get it out to them, and... Could, could I say a quick something? Yeah. How many of you guys have created amazing material, but you just don't know how to get it out to people? Yeah. And well, that's that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, my story, I just want to throw that in. And my mom's not dead yet. <laughs> Her no? videos will probably come out, and I hope she does because she teaches um, memory. She teaches the ability to remember dance moves better than anyone I know, and I'm not going to publish her stuff until she does get out there because uh, it's really great and I don't want to steal it, but I'm definitely going to use it, so I'm going to help her next. Um, yeah, so you'll probably hear from her <laughs> in a little bit yeah. on this podcast. That'd be really cool. Um, uh, where am I? Okay, yeah, so I grew up with parents who love to dance. My parents um, met and connected over dancing, and so it really just has been a part of my life forever. And I remember being... Um, 12, 13 years old, and we'd watched it a lot, but it was right about 12 years old, I think because I started to like boys, that I watched <laughs> those videos, and I would watch them again and again, and those certain songs became like my mantra, man, I just, oh, I wanted to be like them, be in the air, flown around, dip in those dips that are just, oh, give you chills to just watch, oh, I, I just loved it so much. And um, and I remember because 14 years old, you know, high school, I went to my first dance. It was actually a church dance. And it was like Cinderella in the ball. I got shoes for it. I I was wearing these, this shirt that my mom, I think it was like 80s with puff sleeves and everything, but it was oh, yeah. so beautiful. And I show up to this dance and um, I'm so excited and I get there and it is not Cinderella's ball. It is oh, not Cinderella's yeah. ball. The music is different. Nobody's dancing together. Nobody. Oh. Like, I expected to see my parents there, right? Yeah. And all the dancing they did. None. There was, there oh, was, no. Like, the first five songs, we were. I was standing in a group of girls. I didn't even know where the guys were. And oh, then man. the slow songs came on, and I got to dance the slow song. And I still had a blast, because I love to dance. And I was so disappointed. Yeah. Like, nobody dances. The stories that my grandparents told, my parents told, nobody dances. I was like, oh, man. So I went home, and my mom still hadn't given up the dream, so we would dance as a family every once a month, maybe, maybe twice a month. So I've got a couple videos of me dancing at 14. And, um, oh, because my mom never stopped. I did, I did dance from five on, and I learned to dance. About 15 years old, I realized that my original partners, um, we moved away. 
And so if I wanted to dance, I was gonna have to teach my partners to dance. Um, and so, cause they, this kind of dancing wasn't at the dances or the rec center, where, where am I gonna find this kind of dance? Yeah. And um, there was ballroom, but it wasn't as accessible. You have to like try out to get into it and things like that. Sure. And so, um, at 15 years old, I was like, okay. And I went back to my original partners actually, from when I was five years old, 10 years old. And um, they were my first guinea pigs. And I went up to them and their girlfriends were there and everything and I, I didn't care. They were my good friends. And I was like, no, there's a sick dip. And I like took his hand and wrapped myself up and jumped. Luckily they worked out. They were pretty buff. They yeah. caught me, right? So I didn't, I didn't give him any warning, no teaching whatsoever. I just danced with them. And um, began to realize that they needed to know something. <laughs> they needed to know something. So that was where it started. At 15 years old, I started to get groups together. I started to get mostly guys. And is that when you started together. charging people, or when? Oh no, I didn't know anything about you? charging people. I just loved because you're dance. still you're still developing your, your talent. Yeah, my like my technique. So that gotcha. was high school, all of high school, and about two years after I graduated, I would just get small groups together. And we would dance for fun. And I would teach them to dance and yeah. figure out different things that worked better to teach. And learn there were a couple of moves that if they learned first, they, that, those worked the best. They would remember that the most. Learned what hurt, what didn't, what the techniques were. Just a ton of dancing for about five years. I just taught different groups, tested out different things. Well, 20, 21, so between five and seven years, I had it down. I, I knew what moves to teach. I knew what needed taught. All I needed was a class. You had all the curriculum. I did. Well, I just had an idea. Okay. And I needed a class to test it on, a beta class, right? And I got one together um, of junior high students. Junior high <laughs> students <laughs> that, would come, that would come near me. And it was really good to teach junior high students because those boys aren't fully developed yet. They're just barely beginning, so they're not very strong. They're just learning how to work out. So they want to pick up girls but I learned a ton about leverage because they needed it. Because a lot of times the girls were bigger than they were. Yeah. And, and it was super good. But these little junior high students were so dedicated. Um, they, Kingman, Arizona, if they, they ever hear this, man, they were stalwarts. They were just the sweetest kids. And they would come 6 a.m. before their seminary oh, class. And they would, 30 minutes every day, they would come and learn dips and lifts and spins. And I would test everything out on them. So just before they start junior high? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Just before high school. It was or just, just before their classes? I yeah, mean. just before their class. Before Some people might not, may, not, might not know what seminary is. Oh, yeah. Just right before their class. They said come really early. It was like their sport. It was so fun. And we would dance. Um, well, I moved from Kingman, and I decided I needed to do something with my life, so I went to school. BYU for a little bit, really trying to find out what I wanted to study. I knew I liked relationships. I knew I liked um, the body, so I studied health. Um, all kinds of different things, just trying to figure out what to do with my life. And um, I remember I was working full time. I had an internship with a massage therapy company, and 
um, I was going to school and I was taking an online program. I was doing a doing ton. a lot of stuff. Yeah, and um, I remember my my contract with my apartment went up. I'd been there doing that for about a year, and um, I realized that I was working out all day and going to school to get up to pay to get up and go to work again the next day. That there was no progression. That I wasn't going anywhere. Um, That um, I was really good at my job. I was top seller. We'd been on a cruise and everything and I'd won all the different things. It wasn't that I was bad at my job. It was that my job wasn't fulfilling. I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing what I loved. And and I was like, man, I actually struggled with a little bit of depression at this point. Yeah. And um, it's super rough. Yeah, it was really, it was really scary actually. Because you felt just stuck. Pointless. I felt really pointless. And stuck, very stuck. And I was like, man, this is not what I want. If 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 all I'm gonna do is work to get up and go to work, the next day I'm gonna go be with people that I love while I do that. So I went home. I went home, and I felt a little bit like a failure. Why well, didn't want to tell everyone else that? Um. And I had to go earn some more money to go back to school. Anyways, and so I could do that if I was at home. I remember I was going home, people were like, what the heck, why are you leaving? St. George pays not as good as Provo. And I'm like, oh yeah, but I have opportunity to dance. And so when, when life and all the things I was doing failed, um, dance was my passion. Dance is what I was good at. And my little brother had a group of friends, a high school friends, that wanted to dance. And so I went home to teach them to dance. And they were troopers. I didn't have a place, so we would dance out on the lawn or we would dance at um, the community clubhouse or we would do all these things. And and a couple of my college friends, my, my friends from my church, my single friends from the church heard that I was doing these things. I would come every once in a while to Blue Moon. And I had one friend who was really gung-ho about it. And he was really strong, too. So we could do different lifts, like Jake, yeah. Jake the Tank. He was so buff and really cool, and uh, he just would ask. Because after a while, when you're teaching for free, because at this point I was still just teaching for free, you start to wonder if it's really worth something. You know, people take you for granted. It's they don't really value it as much. They don't put a lot of effort into things when you do it for free a lot. But Jake did. He really yeah. wanted to learn this. And so I said, okay, look, my life is getting busy. I've got to figure out what to do with myself. Um, but I will teach you every Tuesday. You can bring whoever you want, and I will teach you in between my two classes. Um, and so we did. Right there outside the college, I started teaching weekly. And um, this is when my curriculum really came together. This is when I actually knew what I was going to teach people. Yeah. And I did. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And pretty soon we had about 50 people. Like minimum 20, maximum 75 people Man, that would come. That's a lot of people that just came for free. For free. And just loved it. Just wanted to dance. Just the passion of dance. Really, you just love it. You just yeah. try it once and you'll love it. Yeah. And um, uh, we got... Got together and it was it was so fun. And one time I went out of town and I didn't tell him. 
I just went. I didn't think anything of it, you know. We just we just all got together to dance, and they got so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Jess? You can't leave. This is the class. We were all planning on this. No, you weren't here. There's no music. What what are you doing? <laughs> so after that, I had to schedule subs. So you had all these class. people just coming weekly to your class. Yeah. That's so. And, and some so people how did, never missed. And so how did you get how did you get them to start paying you? How did you? And I, I know the story already, but I want I want to hear it from you, and then we can get into yeah. where you want to go. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I thought of like maybe a tip jar, um, but I didn't know how to ask for that. And I and I didn't technically own the place where we were dancing, so I didn't know if I could legally charge people. You know, and if I charge them, then am I liable? Because we're doing lifts, they could break their neck. You know what? I. I didn't know oh, yeah. any of the things, and I wanted this so bad, so I'd been trying for about a year to even just find a place or work with the rec center. I was about to work with the school that really next semester, um, uh, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it, and so if, if, if you look at the steps that I took, um, I just learned to dance. I had parents that taught me how to dance. I loved to dance. When you love to dance, you want to share it. And, and I couldn't do it alone. So I reached a point where I started teaching my partners, right? So I learned to dance, I loved to dance. I started to teach my partner to dance. Then I reached a level where I could teach couples to dance. Yeah. Sometimes you do things without thinking about it. You don't know what you do, you just do it. And I got to the point where I saw what I was just doing so that I could teach girls too. Yeah. And then I reached a point where I I wanted to to get what I had out to people to start doing this for life to yeah. live off of it. It was taking more time than I could afford, so why not get paid to do what I loved? And people were taking it for granted. And so if I could charge them, then they would value it more. And I didn't know how, but I was ready. I had the curriculum. I had the people. I just needed the know-how. I just needed to learn how to start a business. Well, I had a couple of people offer to help, but they but they didn't really want to help. They just wanted me to run their business for them. They just wanted me to manage it for them. And sure, they would pay me to be the teacher, but I was like, yeah, forget that. It wouldn't what pay for gas to get there. I didn't I didn't want that. I wanted to run my own business. And so I had one guy from Arizona offer to open a branch here for me. I had. Um, uh, a couple of guys come up and talk about it and, and I finally came up with this really good answer. I would say, okay, oh sweet, that sounds good. Yeah, let me know when you got that going. And they wouldn't. It's like two people came up to me while I was doing that place and like, why don't you open a place? And like, oh yeah, I'm trying. He's like, oh yeah, okay, let's do it. And then they would flake out. They'd never come back. And so one time we were having this dance and uh, uh, this guy shows up and and I remember when he does when he did because he came he brought it he brought a date but I didn't know it was his date and so I remember looking over and being like oh sweet I got married couples here <laughs> I really do think dancing strengthens relationships I'm so glad married couples here and uh, and they kind of on they stayed on the outskirts I remember making the circle bigger like oh come on in Welcome to the dance floor. And then I didn't look at him again. I just kept on teaching. 
dance. And I remember we, after the lesson was done, had been dancing for a little bit. Um, um, it was so hot. Oh my goodness, it was St. George and we were all sweating like crazy. It was so hot. And, uh, and my shirt's all sticking to me because I remember that because I was peeling my shirt off. And uh, not off, just away from my body. And um, my good friend, who I, who, uh, yeah, he was a super good friend, my friend of like four years, comes over to me and he's like, hey, Jess, this guy, he's gonna do it. He's gonna open a dance place. I'm like, seriously? He actually got a place? He's like, yeah, yeah, he did. And I remember walking over to him and I was like, seriously, you did it? He's like, yeah, yeah, I did it. And I'm like, no way. Started to freak out for a minute. Like, oh my gosh. He actually opened a place. This guy is going places. And he starts to tell me all about the things that he's doing. And I realize this guy doesn't just talk about opening a dance place. He actually knows how. He knows about business. He's talking. Um, I figured from the way he was talking that he had some serious business experience. Um, and he had a girl there with him. So I figured that was his wife because I figured someone with this maturity and experience level had to be late 20s, early 30s, and about five years married because girls will do that to you, you know? Of course, of course, Those are my thoughts. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and this. And as he talking, I realized that he hasn't actually officially opened yet. And so I was like, oh, hmm, in my head. Maybe he's just talking. Like, uh, he's just one of those other yeah, guys. Let's, yeah, let's see if it actually pans out. And so, uh, but I didn't want to say that because he had more knowledge than all the other guys. So I was like, you know what? Seriously, here, take my number. When you got it figured out, call me. And um, part of me was a little bit jealous because I, I thought he might actually do it. And, and uh, you wanted to do it. I did. I you wanted didn't want to have to somebody it. else do it. You wanted no. to be the one who opened it. No, and he's like, and yeah, if, if you teach, I, I totally get you in for free. And he turns to my, my other guy friend, who is an extremely good dancer and throwing us all around. He's like, yeah, you guys could totally teach. And, um, and I was like, oh, there you go. He's going to pick the dude because that's what he's going to do. And he doesn't even know how hard it is to teach this dance. He doesn't yeah. even know the work I put into this. doesn't know all the experience that you start dancing when you're two years right. old. He just shows up. And but I can get into place. his dance place for free. I was like, well, you know, that that's at least we wouldn't be sweating like crazy, you know, as I dump water on my face to try and cool us off, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I go on. I forget about him. I forget that he's going to do this. Oh, no, I didn't forget because he sends me this really awesome text. And it's like a footloose theme, and I'm like, man, this guy's got it. And I remember get really, getting really excited. And then about a week, two weeks later, he sends me a text, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't. It fell through. The guy was very honest, and it fell through, and I was like, oh, yeah. Or with the place? Yeah, with the place. I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. You know, it happens. I, I can't figure out how to open the place. And, and I thought that was that. It was the end. We just keep dancing because we love to dance. But it's... But it's the end of the year, it's gonna get cold. We're all desert people, we can handle the heat, but the cold, man, your joints start to ache. It's really hard to dance in the cold. And so we're figuring out how to work with the college, really looking for a place that won't sue us if we break ourselves. Um, and, and this guy keeps coming. He keeps coming. And um, I remember one time he came alone. And when he came alone and he's dancing with all these girls, kind of flirting, 
like, oh, he's not married. He's kind of cute. And, uh, um, I remember that I wanted to dance with him. That he was, he was unique enough, curious enough, good enough. I, I wanted to dance with this guy. And, uh, and I remember he wasn't asking me to dance. He was asking all the other girls, he wasn't asking me to dance. And, uh, and I have a trick. Because I'm an instructor, I can be like, oh, here, let me show you this move. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and then I get to dance with them. And so, so I did, and then he I've used good. that move many times. <laughs> yeah, I did. And he, he was really strong. And he could do some moves that some guys um, take a little bit longer to learn because you can make up sometimes technique with strength. And he, uh, and then he had technique too. A lot of natural talent. He was athletic, did a lot of sports. So he had, he had, um, uh, what is it? Grace? What do you use it? Is it athleticism? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he was a lot of. He could jump a lot of steps because he had these things. Um. <laughs> idea at first was like oh that's yeah that's a good idea and I and I had two days to think about it and after thinking about it for two days was like oh my gosh this could be a lot bigger like I just want to start the dance hall something fun it wasn't even going to be like a big business but you could take this all over the country and you could you could make this online and I was getting into online sales and this was about uh, a year ago or so and I I thought that you we could really take this big and so when I heard of the idea, um, that really excited me. And just to show, goes to show for all you guys that um, having an idea, your idea is worthless. Yeah. Your idea is worth, would you not agree? Yeah, I wasn't, go I couldn't do anything. I mean, it helped you. So, I mean, it wasn't worthless to you, but you couldn't help anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What made the idea not worthless was that that was why I said yes to a second, well, to a third date with this, with Addison. Yeah. Was because I knew he had what my idea lacked. I had prices. I had everything that I wanted. I just didn't know how to get it out to people. You didn't and know how to share it with the world. did. So my next step was find someone 
who knows how to get it out to people, who knows how to make it legal. And he was my first step towards that. It was gold. It was a gold strike on my first attempt to reach out to someone who knew business. And, but, um, I mean, after years and years of wanting to get it out to people, yeah. and you couldn't. And one of really, truly trying, and I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And it was worthless. I wasn't getting paid. It's pretty discouraging when you don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's like an old grandma that gets on a computer and is like, I don't know how to work this thing, and just gets discouraged and then doesn't use the computer and can't Skype her kids or email anybody and just is stuck in her own world just because she doesn't know how. And, and I'm thinking um, that we can talk about to the point of where we are now, so share the rest of the story, maybe in the next five minutes or so, and then and then stop this episode and start a second one that is um, where you want to take yourself now. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. This story was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. No, I, I'm sure everybody <laughs> loved it. I loved it here. Oh, okay, it was cool. really exciting. So, where am I right now? Right? So where we're at right now is um, this incredible guy did see the value in me. He did. I remember because he did finally get a place. And I was so excited for him. And I believed in him. I'd been on enough dates to see who he was, not just what he was doing. And, um, and I knew that in order to get this crowd of people, I had a lot of people that would come to the dance place, I had to sell it to them. That they, they were getting what he was offering for free right now. And and it's rough to go from free to priced. And so I had to sell That's it to hard. Him. Yeah. They had to have something to believe in. And like I said, she's a, she's a really good salesman. <laughs> really good. So the, the first thing that I had to do was I knew that I needed to be excited. That I needed to believe in him. And so I didn't... I didn't until I knew he believed in me. And as soon as he believed in me, then we had a cause. We had a uniting cause. We were gonna get my dream to the world. That was our cause. How did you know that I believed in you? Um, this is a really cool well, story. What was the story behind it? Yeah. So, um, one of the last nights where we were gonna do it outside, because his place was opening, we were gonna go there. Um, my, my good friends, my good friends gave me a belt buckle and a card. And it was what I needed actually to believe in myself. Yeah. Um, to know that what I was giving them, they valued. Gosh, man. They are truly my friends. And it was really cool. They presented it in a really cute way and I had no idea it was coming. They all knew I wanted a belt buckle and didn't have one yet. Here I was a country dance instructor. I didn't have a belt buckle. And they all pitched in and they bought me this belt book and I just wanted to say thank you. We know how much work you put into this and we really love it. And um, that's when we had a vision. We were a team. Um, these people, these my friends valued what I had taught them and knew how much I had actually cared about them and how much work and effort I put into them. How much I believed in them. And it was really cool because there was this guy opened a dance place. He was there. He saw that. And I wasn't in his head. I didn't know what he was thinking. But I was like, maybe maybe now he'll see that I actually am worth something. Because I did. And it was really cool because we went, we went on a date. 
that next Friday, I think. And uh, I remember sitting out on my porch. And um, he's <laughs> super <laughs> fun when Addison, when Addison gets business. It's really, really, really fun to see the switch. Because we were on a date, right? And it was romantic and he switched to business. And uh, now we do pretty good together. But, <laughs> but it was really fun to have to see the switch. And uh, and he said, I have, a, I have a proposition for you. He said, I'm, I'm not making money yet. I'm still in the hole for this dance place. He's like, and so I, I can't pay you a lot. But I would like to pay you for what you do. Pay, pay minimum wage for, for the hour that you work at this dance place. And this was what I wanted. This is what would take me from the step of a hobby to a professional. To me, in my mind, if I got paid even one dollar, then I was professional. Professional yeah. meant I got paid to do what I wanted. So that was my dream. That was what I wanted. This was the starting place. And if I could dance here, then I would have experience. I would have a resume. I could go everywhere. I could go anywhere. And um, and it proved in the way he presented it to me that he knew what I had was the best that could be. He's like, I could find another instructor. You don't have to take this. And I really, I really want you. And it was super cool because it was just another fortifier to to what I believed and to my belief in myself. It was a really, really incredible experience. I remember, went home, wrote my journal, dreams are coming true. I'm actually officially a dance instructor. Oh, I just got man. hired. So amazing, so amazing. And it did. We started working at this place and we tried all kinds of things to find out what people wanted, what they wanted to do, who needed this, who wanted this, what we wanted. And we started working together and as the business grew, our relationship grew, and it got to the point where um, this wasn't, I wasn't working for him anymore. We were working. Yeah, together. We were working together to make dreams come true. And it was super fun to teach each other um, the skills that we had. And I remember that once I had, once I had that belief in me, and once I knew that he believed in me, then I went to my friends. You know, the foundation of our dance hall. The, the stalwarts, the real hardaholics, the people who love to dance. And I said, guys, it's about to get cold. This guy's got a dream. He's working on something. He's put down a lot of money to get this place going. We got to scrape down to the bottom of our wallets and, and pitch in. Like, this this is going to be our place. We're, we're the only ones that know about this place right now. We've got to keep it alive. And I remember my friends bringing in their ones. You know, they're scraping together the, the, the minimum price that that would cover it so that we could keep the dance hall for the next week. And, um... Oh, man. Was, and I was super grateful we both were so that we could yeah. get it going. Keep it going. Keep dancing. And, uh, and it was so fun because the prices would change and the, and the shirts came out and the, and they were just stalwarts. These my friends. My friends. And it was so fun because we get people coming, we get people coming, and I realized I needed help. I couldn't teach everybody. The crowds were getting too big, and, and there was too many new people who needed individual instruction, and I, and I couldn't reach everyone. And I was realizing that my friends, my stalwarts, were, were good. And they were all helping me, and they all wanted... Like, a couple of my friends were like, hey, I just got invited to teach at my ward. 
How do I do that, Jess? You're an instructor. How do you do At this? At your church. Yeah, right? yeah, my your church. church group. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, my uh, facility. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a church group. My church group is uh, is teaching dance, and uh, I want to learn how to help them. And I was like, man, what if I could teach my friends how to teach? Yeah. And so I'd reach the next level. I learned how to dance. I learned how to teach my friends to dance. I learned how to teach couples how to dance. Now I needed to. Now I was at the level where I could teach people how to teach. And and at this time, Jessica and I had been talking about the value ladder. And for a lot of you guys yeah. who don't know what that is, it's it's a way to give more value to people. So at first, like she said, people we just want to give them the first step, which is learn how to dance. That's step number one. Then when people know how to dance, then you go to step number two is learn how to teach other people how to dance and and she wanted to escalate that to the next level and the next level yeah and that's where we're at right now we have um, how many instructors right now we have about 10 10 instructors, 10 instructors five in the first four in the first class um five to seven in the second class so you have the certification program to oh. certify uh dancers and then instructors. Yeah. yeah. Instructors. We got our dancers, we got our instructors, and we have our open dance. We have our dance place. And it's beautiful. It's a dream come true. And uh, I didn't just get a dance place, and the love of my life yeah. gets to dance with me at this dance place. We're, we're making dreams come true. And so I'm excited to go forward. And as of right now, I am truly living the dream. It is, it is exactly everything I imagined. It's incredible. That is, that is such an amazing story. And every time that I hear it, like, it's sometimes hard to remember your own story of where you started and where you began because you get so involved and right now I have to take care of these bills or I have to get these flyers out or I have to do this one task and we focus on the tasks and we lose the vision and it becomes drudgery and, and maybe that's one of the biggest takeaways that I can take away from this is to remember my vision. It's the dream, what everybody's fighting for. And, and that's what we want to help you guys with, accomplish your dreams. So yeah. we'll end this podcast. We'll start up another one about where you want to go forward from now because it's, it's at a really good spot right now, yeah. would you say? Yeah, oh, it's incredible. I, I would be super happy to be here for life, and I can't wait to go and, forward. And you don't want to be here no. for life. You want to keep on progressing. <laughs> I do. Perfect. I'm really excited. Okay, we'll stop right now. Thanks, guys. <laughs>